I don't know about this story. It hits me right in the uh, many, many places. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. Basically, I need my fix, and my fix is chips. I love chips. I'm ad- Admittedly, there should be interventions at some point in my house because I have uh, chips hidden everywhere. Uh, the husband is hiding chips just in case I need a fix. Uh, so that I don't eat them all. I wish I was kidding. I wish I was making this up for dramatic effect. Not so much. It's true. There's chips all over the cottage. There are chips in secret stashes because I love chips and I'm not alone on it. And right now there's a chip crisis looming. There's a battle going on between the largest grocery store chain in Canada, Loblaws, and Frito-Lay Canada. And it's about chips. Frito-Lay, by the way, makes brands like Cheetos, Doritos, Lay's, Ruffles, Sun Chips. And they say we are uh, we have to raise our prices and they need to do so to recoup for higher costs. Now, we know that there's been supply chain issues throughout this pandemic and everything's going up. You know, gas, you name it, it's gone up. So things are going to cost more. And at the end of the day, we always know that this is going to come back to us. But Loblaws is trying to keep the cost down. Remember, they're also a food producer, so they know how much things cost to produce. So they have their own uh, no-name chips, I believe, and PC brand of chips. Their spokesperson said that the grocer is laser-focused on minimizing retail price increases. And so when a supplier requests higher costs, they do a detailed review to ensure that those costs are appropriate. What's going on right now is Lavala said no to Frito-Lay, I believe, they are not going to carry their chips right now. Here to talk about it, I think he is far more uh, well-versed in the language of chips than I, although we could go toe-to-toe in a blind taste test. Michael Graydon, CEO of Food, Health, and Consumer Products of Canada. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Kelly. And I do share your passion for chips. <laughs> Man, I don't know what it is. It's just it ticks all the boxes, uh, chips. You know, the salty the the savory in some cases the the mouthfeel the fat content they're just the perfect snack food so what exactly is at the heart of this battle and this is um you know an unfortunate circumstance where a manufacturer and a retailer can't come to agreement around um the inflationary costs that the manufacturer is having to endure it has been a rocky couple of years in regards to inflationary costs. Um, You know, when you look at the snack category, many of the commodities that are used are, you know, we're experiencing anywhere up to 80% increase year over year of those commodities. Um, Vegetable oil, for instance, is is up almost 80%. The transportation costs, you know, we all experience it in our own life in regards to filling up the gas tank. Um, so the distribution costs have gone up and labor. Um, Frito-Lay is, is a large manufacturer in Canada. They have a number of plants across the country and labor has continued to be a challenge. And we're looking at as much as a 25% increase in labor costs to retain and attract people to work in the manufacturing facilities within our industry. So those things all compound into this unfortunate perfect storm of cost impact and for the economic stability of manufacturers, they need to take the price increases. It is all fundamentally cost recovery. And I can tell you 
almost all of them are not recouping all of the incremental costs that they're having to experience. They're doing things as reasonably as possible. I don't think I'm speaking for myself when I say uh, many of us buy chips when they're on sale. We buy them in bulk. We, You heard about my chip problem and how they're hiding all over my house. But uh, we buy them in bulk because chips are pretty expensive. When you look at a bag of chips, and I know that shrinkflation is a real thing, uh, you're not getting as big of a bang for your buck. And so you want to make sure that you uh, keep as much money as you can so you can buy chips another day. So uh, if we are buying chips in uh, bulk, how what was the cost going to increase going to be that would cause Loblaws? Are we are you privy to any of that knowledge? What like where where would they divide it on the cost increase from Frito Lay? Well, the, the surprising thing and the, and the discussion around the costs are, are really between the vendor and, and the retailer. Um, I, I can tell you that it wasn't um, an enormous increase. Uh, nothing sort of around the spectrum of what the input costs have been. Um, so what have the, the cost in- input I- increase been around? Just to give us an idea uh, of where we're sitting at. Well, you're looking at maybe as much as 25% increase in okay. in labor. You're looking at, you know, the distribution transportation costs have gone up fivefold. Um, vegetable oil, which is an important ingredient in the in the making of chips, has gone up over 80%. So all of these things continue to factor. Packaging costs are going up. Um, so at the end, this was not, this is a very profitable category within the store um, at retail. To your point, chips are very much a spontaneous purchase as well. And as you walk down the aisle, it is a very large section of that aisle, and there's a lot of spontaneity. But you'll also notice the chips are positioned around the store as well to sort of feed that spontaneous uh, desire for people to pick up um, a package of Bisfickies or Lay's or or Doritos. This is a bit surprising from Mm -hmm. our perspective in regards to the fact that it is such a profitable category, Frito-Lay command almost 70% market share. And the potential increase that they were asking for was not um, enormous and could have very comfortably, I think, been managed through this 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 um, this category. So but who's the Loblaw bad guy here? Is it Loblaw saying no, because they don't want uh, the cost to reflect on, on them? Um, I don't know that there's a bad guy. This is a business decision. This happens all the time. This particular issue just happened to become public. Mm-hmm. And it, it is very obvious to people because of the dominance of the chip aisle within a grocery store. And when you go in on a Friday and it's full and you go in on Sunday and it's completely empty, mm-hmm. the consumer notices it. So these discussions between manufacturers and, and retailers happen all the time. Um, manufacturers stop shipping on the basis of not being able to have good economic stability for their products. So they have to make decisions that are in the best interest of their company. Loblaws made the decisions from their perspective and what they felt was in the best interest for theirs. But when you look at the sort of increases that would have happened, um, it probably would not have translated into massive awareness by the consumer because it is, to your point, Kelly, a highly promotion-oriented category. And so when you see three for four 
you buy four packages and away you go. And so that's could, a lot of the consumer behavior. I'm concerned, though, because isn't the parent company Pepsi, PepsiCo? And if that's the case, they make a lot of different brands in grocery stores. Could we see this fight? Like if Loblaws does not budge and they start stocking the chip aisle with just PC and no name and it hurts because they're the largest grocery retailer in Canada. If that starts to hurt Frito-Lay across the board and Frito-Lay also doesn't want to budge, could PepsiCo not say, okay, fine, you know what? We're not going to, we're going to play hardball here and we're not going to supply you with this item. Could this not become an all out kind of brand war? Well, it, it's not just Pepsi, it's all manufacturers. We do not have a lot of power. The, the grocery retail industry in this country Five retailers control 80% of the grocery volume. With that comes immense power. And that power of dictating price, that power of dictating in regards to what they want to order versus the allocation that a manufacturer may have, it is a very unbalanced relationship and one that needs to change as we go forward. So as a manufacturer, you don't have a lot of scope of opportunity other than making a decision not to ship. There are probably today, right now, 20 different companies that are not shipping to various retailers for very similar reasons to this, where the price just could not come to agreement. And we as manufacturers, we put all our cards on the table, all of the cost inputs that have gone up, and a rationale for those increases. Now, you commented that Loblaws has their own information, but sometimes yeah. it's comparing apples to oranges. And they utilize the opportunity for different time frames, for instance, or um, different um, country of origin in regards to um, the, the ingredients. So there's a lot of variation, but what the manufacturer is doing is saying, here's the invoice that I received for this product. This is what it is. And this is year on year what we're having to live with. So it gets a bit unfortunate in regards to the fact that there isn't consistent um, measures that are used in regards to validating the increase. But one would have to suggest that if the, re the manufacturer is being transparent, which they are, that it should be that information because they're the ones that are actually paying for these ingredients. And I think that should be the variable that's utilized in the evaluation, not well, what a retailer believes. We're speaking with Michael Graydon, who's CEO of Food, Health and Consumer Products of Canada, about this Frito-Lay uh, Loblaw battle right now. You're not going to find Frito-Lay chips right now in your Loblaw store because of um, a disagreement on how much they should the price should be set at and how much the producer sells it to the grocery store owner who then sets the cost of the chips. Hopefully I'm correct on that um, to, to us. It, when you talk about uh, the product and how the costs have increased, Michael, I think a lot of us are scratching our heads because I first heard about this story from my producer, Danny Stover, who said, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this. I went to Loblaws last night to stock up. There's no chips. And I like both of us were like, what? She, and she then flipped me the story that this battle's going on and it's, it, you're just not going to see them stocking the chips for a little bit until they get to the bottom of this. And I thought to myself, well, that's a weird one because we all know that PEI had a bumper year for potatoes. 
And so wouldn't you think that the cost of potato chips would actually go down as opposed to go up or at least remain the same? Because aren't they going to save money on the actual product of potatoes? Yeah, there's um, potatoes is obviously an important ingredient, but there's many other components that have, in fact, gone up significantly. And those are just the costs that all manufacturers are having to endure today. And um, you know, you can't just judge it on one particular right. input. Oh, and, and certainly, and that's why I'm talking to you, because you're in the know. And I mean, I'm just talking about what the average consumer will will think. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, the good news is that the consumer still has choice. There are other retailers that are continuing to carry the Lay's products. Um, we're actually very hopeful that, you know, Frito-Lay and Blah Blah's um, can come to an agreement mm-hmm. in regards to what's fair. And so the consumer is not inconvenienced any further um, because it is a fun category within the store. Um, and and many people enjoy the snacks that Frito-Lay make. And it's obviously important to try to have it at the largest grocery stores. So yeah. I know that every attempt will be made to try to bring the resolution to this, but it comes down to, to pure economics. And, and and if you want companies like Frito-Lay to continue to invest in Canada in manufacturing and employ people, we've, it's, they have to have the economic stability to be able to do that. Let me ask and you this. How much um, uh, of the Frito-Lay market share is, is distributed by, uh, maybe I worded that wrong, but Loblaws? Um, well, I think you, you sort of, they're the a 70% share. market share company. Um and and Loblaws is the dominant sort of market share. So you, know, you may look at as much as 30% of the Frito-Lays that are out there. I'm just sort of pulling are it out Loblaws. of the air. I don't have it. But it's, you know, they are the largest retailers. So yeah. the volume is going to be quite significant. Um, um, but, you know, they do also do a lot of volume at Sobeys and Metro and, and uh, Costco. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're important retailers in the equation as well. Um, All right. Well, I I appreciate you getting us up to speed with this, Michael. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, here's hoping that battle uh, ends quickly and gets resolved, because I know a lot of us, uh, we like to shop in one stop. And if it happens to be Loblaw, that means that people are going to have to make some tough decisions when it comes to their snack food, as we like to call them. Thank you so much, Michael. Thanks, Kelly.